welcome to episode 21 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 1st of April 2016 and I'm Darren and I always is Terry. Hello. 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 How are we, Terry? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. So what have you uh, been up to in the last couple of weeks? You know me, Darren Elliger. Hang on, hang on. An exciting life hang here. On. Not a lot. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's almost like we record every two weeks and you know what I'm going to say by now. <laughs> I think it's been the same thing for 21 episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, have you left the house? Yes, I went to work. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I leave the house to do other things sometimes, you know, like play Pokemon and, and that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, kind of the one thing that did happen. Mm, okay, it was very random. Uh, I got an email from from game the other day, and it's like, "Oh, your points are expiring." And I'm thinking, "What points?" Uh, exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Well, I don't really buy anything from games, so why have I got points that are about to expire?" Mm. I think the last time I checked, it was like seventy nine p, and I'm thinking, "That won't break the bank." Yeah, sure. And then they sent like a second email saying, "No, seriously, your points are about to expire," and it's like, "For fuck's sake." And check the email. It's like I've got fourteen ninety nine to spend. Where the fuck did that come from? Ooh, okay. I was like, cool. So it's just like going to game. Look at the ridiculously priced everything. Did you feel dirty? I did. It was like feet sticking to the carpets. <laughs> just prices starting with a five, and it's just like I can't. I can't deal with this. Uh, ended up buying myself some. Uh, uh, putting a little bit of money towards and getting a Steam credit, um, like a £20 Steam voucher. Okay, makes sense. But yeah, it was just random. It's like, I don't know where this money's come from. I'm not complaining. They accepted it at the checkout. I don't care. Now, I don't know whether this is my brain like automatically thinking, like, game is expensive, game is expensive. Mm. Uh, they have the PC section now. Oh, okay. Or a very loose PC section, like keyboards, mice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, it was bizarre. It, I saw a Steam controller, and I'm pretty sure it said ninety nine ninety nine on it. No way. Now I I need to confirm this. I'm pretty sure that I saw that it was that price, but ninety nine ninety nine. They were recently on offer for thirty quid. I mean, I I got mine on on launch for forty quid. The thirty. F- I looked today. The thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. twenty four ninety nine in the Steam sale. Yeah. Uh, so if someone can pop into a local game and just find out for me, just to make sure it's not me going crazy, uh, on their website it reckons it's it's forty nine ninety nine, but Man. yeah, I, I don't know. I just love how they stick tenor on everything. Well, I mean, the kind of the infamous like the pre owned games are more expensive than the brand new titles. Yeah, yeah. Like some shady business, they've started getting into the pop stuff now, and uh, like t-shirts and hoodies and all that sort of stuff trying to kind of appeal to like a broader range of of uh of people but it's yeah it's rough mm. uh, just one of those all oh, right i'll spend my 14.99 and i will never come back <laughs> the, the I, I will say the guy looked really miffed right when i like uh oh that that'd be 20 pounds haha and then showed him my phone and it's like uh, my game card on there it's like 14.99 and he like kind of did a side but through his nose mm. <laughs> so, and just like, <laughs> yeah, this is me <laughs> cashing out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, and then just walked out with a big smile on my face. But yeah, I thought you know, fourteen ninety nine. I genuinely can't think of what I spent to to get that much because I'm pretty sure you have to spend like thousands of pounds to get even like a penny back. So 
Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe you got some lucky special or something, something. Possible. But regardless, it was free money. It goes towards games, and we all like games, don't we, Darren? We do indeed. Anyway, so that's about as exciting as my life's been in the past two weeks. What about yourself? Well, <laughs> mine's quite <laughs> the opposite of yours. So It wasn't exciting? No, no, it was a fantastic two weeks. Oh. Um, so not this weekend, the weekend before, Christina and I went to... Um, in Nottingham, they do a yearly Splendor Festival, which is just a big open-air concert, um, three stages. Mm. So we decided to go to that, and that was kind of awesome. Uh, on the way there, we cool. met with Trev, because he's now in Nottingham. Mm. Um, we did get delayed a couple of hours, because... <laughs> I'll be right, right, Trev, listen, we've got to go. I've got, I've got like £100 worth of tickets in my pocket. So, uh, <laughs> right, I'll just finish this, and we'll go. And he's like, yeah, yeah, so I, hang on, let me just stop you there. Hang right, hang on. I'll just go and get you another beer and just finish that sentence. <laughs> so, I mean, we stopped for about four beers. It was nice to catch up and meet, meet his wife. Um, cool. So I hope to do that more often uh, once I've got these next couple of weekends out of the way. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Um, it was Christina's first open-air concert. We got there about <laughs> about five o'clock and this thing started at like half 11 in the morning. So right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say they were wrapping up, but, you know, we were getting to the point where the, the headlining bands were on. So there was uh, UB40, there was the Human League, um, Fratellis as well. They were quite cool. Um, yeah. They were very good. Uh, Fratellis were very good for a, a, an open air concert. Because mm. to be honest, I haven't really been bothered with them. But when you've got them there live... They weren't half banging it out. It was proper, like, um, bouncy, happy music, if you know what I mean. That's kind of what you want towards the evening of an open air yeah, thing where people have yeah. had a few drinks down them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was a little mosh pit going on in the middle of it, and there was there was um, cartons of lager going up in there. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I remember these days. <laughs> was you moshing out? Down no, no, no. We were stood at a very far distance. Christina was kind of startled bunny taking it all in, so... That was ah okay. It's kind of cool. Um, we made the rookie mistake of running out of beer. So I mean, you preloaded, but yeah. So basically, you had to you had to buy everything um, with beer tokens. Really? Yeah. So there was this like beer token stand. So you went and so I, I walked in. I went just give me. Uh, I I don't know how much these are. So just just give me twenty quid's worth. That was that was five beers. So basically, four right. quid a pint. So we went down to this beer stand, we had a couple of beers, um, then we went, all oh, right, okay, so uh, Human League are on, there. they're actually rocking, so uh, I'll just go and get some more beer tokens. Nope, the beer token thing shut at half past seven. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking party animals. Yeah, so, well, exactly, so we're there at half seven, like, right, so we can't have any more beer. So we went back to Nottingham <laughs> and had a few beers there. Make up for it, why not? Yes, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Home stuff, been working on the garden some more. Give it its first cut this last weekend. And we, we, we celebrate by sitting out there and having some wine. It was fantastic. I have a lawn. <laughs> and you'd sent me a picture and it's a rather healthy looking lawn. It is a healthy looking lawn. I'm quite impressed with it. You've done, you've done, some, you've done a pretty good job there, Darren. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know. Um, downstairs bathroom, we've just... Uh, Christina's just finishing off that while, while I record this. Um, so that's all done. And to be fair, I think that's it for the decorating in the house. So that, that makes me happy. That means game time, finally. Well, once I've got these next couple of weeks of training out of the way. Mm. So, yeah, my parents are stopping over this weekend because uh, uh, we're actually going to a christening this weekend, huh? aren't we? Uh, my brother's I'm not. Christen hmm? I'm not. Are you not? No, I can't make it. Oh, okay. 
Um, okay, so I'm going to a christening this weekend, and then my parents <laughs> are stopping over here, so I'm kind of preparing for that and doing everything I need for that. Very good. I've got my Tough Mudder in just over two weeks, so I've kind of dialed up the training because, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I've been slack the past couple of weeks because I've been doing stuff around the house. And I went out for a run tonight, my lungs nearly packed in on me. I was like, this isn't good, with less than two weeks to go. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I mean, you can use the like you say. You, you've been doing a lot of stuff around the house. Yeah, but they're not they're not targeting the right muscles, and I, I can't be saying to people when they're trying to push me over a, a bloody wall. Well, you see, I was painting, and uh, <laughs> like, get out of the fucking wall. But my spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I I did something on Sunday, which okay. is something I've been on about for a while. In fact, we spoke about this ages ago, and I finally dropped on it. I ordered for maxi poster frames. Oh, sweet. Okay. They have turned up today. Fantastic. Um, Poster-wise, I thought, right, I'll I'll just get something simple to put in them because the ones that I actually want are about 30 quid a pop. And I thought I just spent like 80 quid. Right. So I thought, right, I'll just go for some cheapies, you know, like three, four quid a piece. Because basically, if if you bought the frames off Amazon... There were next day delivery on Prime, which was awesome. Um, and they were 16 quid as opposed to 20 quid what you get in uh, like HMV and stuff. Okay. Uh, but the ones that you can get from GB posters, uh, they're always current. So if you want some of the more old school stuff, they just don't have them in stock. Right. Okay. So I went with Back to the Future, the original one. Yes, you did. Okay. I went with Pulp Fiction. I went yeah. with the original Ghostbusters. And I went mm-hmm. with the Terminator. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so those bad boys will be up on the wall by the end of this evening. That'll be kind of cool. I uh, <laughs> it actually made me laugh. I thought, right, what can, what can I get as posters? And I thought, right, Robocop, let's stick that in. Do you know the only maxi poster you can buy is the new Robocop? <laughs> oh, that's sacred. <laughs> you should have said I've got a, a, a brand new one still wrapped up. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But to be honest, I mean, I was looking at stuff like Scott Pilgrim and uh, Kick-Ass and stuff like that, and they're, they're going for about 30 quid a pop. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not cheap. So I, I think I've still got the... <laughs> I still have some unwrapped ones, and I've still got I've got some that I had on my walls years ago. Oh, wow. Motherfucker, I wonder if there's like a pre-owned like, poster business going around. Yeah, I don't know. But... Yeah, so in fact, this is a question to you, and this is a question to the listeners. If you were to pick four movie posters that defined you, what would you pick? Now, you've already asked me this before, Hmm. and I couldn't come up with a conclusive, kind of informed answer for you. Hmm. My go to is Robocop. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I, I'm sat next to a massive Robocop poster as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the original Batman? Ooh, interesting. Like the Keaton Batman one? Okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, it's, it's understated, it's just the Bat Logan, that's all you really need. Uh, I don't really know. It, it's so difficult, there are so many films that you know I, I would love to buy posters for and hang every single one of them up, but it's just so little space that i can use yeah yeah. i mean the ones i've got my eye on are scott pilgrim mm-hmm. um kick-ass yeah um starship troopers that is a good one yeah and then just finally human traffic so they're the ones i'm probably gonna go for but as i said 30 quid a pop 
um, they can they can wait a little while. Where do you find the uh, those ones from? Um, start on Amazon. Um, they they seem to be the only place. I mean, I, to be fair, I didn't have a proper look. It was like, right, I'm going to get the frames. Um, what can I get with the orders? And I had a look mm. on there, and they were they were like twenty three quid with six, uh, seven quid postage. It was like right, okay. Oh. So I will have a proper look. But GB Posters, they're the uh, company that uh, HMV use. Yes, and uh, they were just all the current stuff. What about? Is it is it too obvious to say like Star Wars? So I actually looked at the Star Wars and I didn't like them. Um, really? I'll okay. send you a link afterwards. But basically, they had the main picture, but then they had like a big white footer uh, with the Star Wars logo on mm. and the Empire logo and stuff like that. And to be fair, if I was going to go for the Star Wars, I'd I'd want all three. All three. There's been seven films. No, no. no. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the proper Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those would be amazing in 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 the proper original form. In fact, like yeah. like you got on the um, the DVD or Blu-ray covers. Those would be perfect. Mm, definitely. Um, but that that's quite a lot of wall space for another three of those. And the man cave's only got so much room. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm surprised there's no gaming post has been kind of chucked in there. Um, well, that's the thing. Now we've got the frames. Um, I can switch them out. True, yeah. So that that's my thinking. I do get bored and kind of I have to like swap and change once every so often. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that's my thought. I can do it and then pack them up and, you know. Mm. You know. So, good segue. Gaming. Let's talk about what we've played. Checkpoint. So Terry, you've been recording some videos. Tell me about what you've been playing. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah threw a couple up on the uh, on the website last week. Uh, Inside, uh, which is a, I'd played that to completion. I'd finally got the video up on that. Cool. Okay. Uh, and I played the We Happy Few. The preview thingy. Uh, pre- game previewy thing on the Xbox. Okay. Hmm. Now, it, I've, had, I've had a look at your video, and okay. it seems to be pretty much everything we saw from E3. But I don't think we saw as much of it. I, I understand what you're saying, like that opening section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the pig and all that kind of weird stuff. Very deceptive. Right, okay. I, f- I feel, anyway, because I've not seen any gameplay footage. Uh, up to playing it and then seeing like previews and people uh, saying like it's it's very it's not what you expect and it's like right okay I, I'm dying to give this a go yeah you know formulate my own opinion of of the game that's you know a, not that's a good just judging on what other people think yes uh, so yeah you kind of get out the opening section which feels very Bioshock okay. esque in a in a sense you know uh, very sty- heavily stylized which I do like the uh, the art style of it yeah. And then it's an open world survival game that's procedurally generated. Oh, really? And unfortunately, now I understand that it's an alpha, um, mm. so please don't have a go at me. I understand it's an alpha, but it's very, very hollow. There's right. just okay. nothing much to do. Okay. Uh, I think, because I believe with the preview, you get 45 minutes. Right. Okay. Is that all? Uh, yeah, the, uh, anomaly, I believe you'd normally get an hour, but for some reason it says you've got 45 minutes remaining. It's like, uh, okay. Um, and as you can see from the video, if you go onto checkpointdone.com, wink, wink, uh, have a look at the uh, quick look on there. Yeah. Uh, I recorded pretty much my entire time with it, ended up dying from food poisoning or something random like that. Okay. 
uh, it just I don't know. There's just not a lot to do right now. Apparently, there's no story stuff in there whatsoever. Uh, it's it's just weird to have this really kind of story, kind of narrative driven opening, and then just nothing. Into just yeah, into just kind of like this introduced into this hollow world. I I don't mean to sound that derogatory when I say hollow, but there's just not a lot to do. Mm, okay. I mean, you can you can see from the quick look, it's just it involves a lot of me running around thinking, right, what do I do? And then it's like, all right, I'm hungry, right? I better get something quick. I'm thirsty. Better tend to that. Oh, it's getting dark. I better go to sleep now. Mm, okay. And it doesn't give me, it doesn't feel like it gives me enough time to kind of survey the area. Okay. I mean, you go into the map and you see like, this is the area that you've kind of, you know, journeyed around. And it's such a small enclosed area. It feels like you need to spend a lot, uh, like a few hours kind of gauging the area and that sort of stuff. And the environments look nice and it, it does look okay. Uh, the frame rate is very choppy. Okay. Uh, but again, it's an alpha, uh, which you can expect. I will be interested to see what this game is like when they add story, you know, like a proper story mode, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I don't mind survival games. Uh, I guess you can class Minecraft as, as a survival game. It's not as like stringent with the whole you know, thirst and sleep and all that sort of stuff. You just really have to tend to your hunger. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'd be interested to see what it's like. It's got, like, weapons crafting and all that sort of jazz as well. Saw someone liken it to Don't Starve. Okay. I know you were a fan of that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you might get on well with this. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's a pity. But, like I say, I have to wait until it's kind of fleshed out. But I am in kind of intrigued to see what they do with it. Yeah, sure. And hopefully it gets better. But uh, yeah, so I've recorded that, uh, stuck that up. Um, I've kind of been playing just like very quick go-to games. Just oh, I'm just kind of bored. I'll just play a game. Uh, I went back to Trackmania Turbo. Oh, okay. Uh, just uh, just to, to feel that adrenaline, just to feel that thrill. Uh, done a bit more on that, which I'm enjoying it, but it, it does get its moments where it's like, you kind of mess up once and you have to start again. Mm, you have to start the track yeah, again. Yeah. And the the more you do it, the more it grates on you. And it's just like, right, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> Fucking hit my limit. Close application. Yeah. Sod this. Uh, played uh, Counter Spy. Okay, yeah. That was a good game. Uh, it's very good. Yeah, really enjoyed that. I'm kind of doing it on the hard mode at the moment. Really trying my best to be a stealthy bastard. Okay. Uh, so which is, uh, which is fun. Um, more Pokemon Go. Cool. Uh, out there catching those Pokemons and doing all that good shears, mm. uh, which is inspiring me. It's getting me out and about. You know, shouldn't need to catch Pokemon to get you know healthy, but there you go. And Darren, mm. you me yesterday, I got a random text message from you yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care to explain this to me? Yeah. So I got an email through from um, Microsoft just saying your EA access thingy has been. Um, has been updated or, or you know, I've, I've paid my next year's subscription. I went, oh shit, like yeah, access. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Mm. So it was it was early. I was uh, I was waiting for um, the unwritten rule of 10, 10 o'clock on a, on a weekday before you go outside using machinery. Right. Um, so I thought, right, I'll I'll just go and have a uh, I'll just flick on uh, EA Access and look there. And I saw the uh, I saw the Titanfall logo and thought, man, I haven't played Titanfall in ages. So I downloaded it all on all the map packs again. Mm. And 
I had a match and I thought that was brilliant. And then I had another match and I thought that was brilliant. And then a text user just said, Titanfall's brilliant. Do you want to play? <laughs> and then for the next couple of hours, we played Titanfall. And you know what? It was brilliant. It, it really was good. Uh, you and me just laughing, just having a good time playing Titanfall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what an amazing game, Darren. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's kind of sad that, I mean, when we were playing, I think there was, it was something small. It was like about 2,000 people playing worldwide which is really sad because that game is fantastic. Yeah. It was so random because, like, you text me that and it's like, oh, yeah, Titanfall was a good game. And then it's, like, the first match and it's like, fuck, this is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like the fact that you were only supposed to be playing for about an hour. And we ended up spending about two and a half hours with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that went down well. <laughs> All right, okay. I assumed it would do. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was really good, like, it's weird how everything just comes back to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took a couple of matches, but it was just like, right, there's a sniper. I know where that sniper is. I'm going to go get him. And you'd sp you'd happily spend a good five minutes getting up behind him just so you could snap his neck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, uh, oh, that was so satisfying. <laughs> I mean, there was the one map where there was the guys hiding in the tunnel and it's like, oh, you've been little snipery bastards. Right, okay then. So you just get a Titan, just full on, like, try and plasma rifle them out of the <laughs> yeah. fucking... Every time the heads popped, it's like, pop. <laughs> Bop. Yeah, <laughs> and it was there. Was one point, it's like, right, fuck this. So, like, jump onto a building, zip line up yeah. to the tube, and just kill him. Yeah, just like sneak behind him, and then just end up killing him. Good stuff. It really was fun, and it's it's making me just by doing that yesterday. It's making me more excited for Titanfall two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it's a good precursor to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I even got I even got the itch yesterday as well because um I, I went back to the regen requirements. I'm like, oh well, I've got to use this weapon. I've got to do this, <laughs> otherwise, when I get to fifty, I'm not... and then my brain went back into uh, the Titanfall mode. I mean, we must have put when it was big, probably a hundred hours plus into Titanfall. We put a fair bit of time into it. Yeah. And I was, I'd gone back into that mode. I'm like, no, I've just got to check myself now. I've you know, <laughs> I've got a lot on. <laughs> Well, it, I I was laughing. I mean, I brought it to you yesterday. Like, you're like, right, I have to use the the plasma cannon. I've got I've got to kill a few more people with that. And it's like, right, to regen, I've got to do this. And I'm thinking, hang on a second, we only jumped on for like an hour <laughs> yeah. or so, and now you're planning it out for the next few hours as to what you got to do to regen up. Yeah, like where did that come from? What? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> it, it but it it's so addictive that you yeah. just think, oh, I could probably do, I could probably just regen up, you know? Yeah. But they've added a lot more stuff to it since we last played. Yeah, they have. Yeah. It's just a pity that it is an online-only game, so there's very few people playing it. Yeah, but I don't... Obviously, it wouldn't... It's like the Titanfall 2 uh, single-player stuff. Mm. Uh, I was talking to a colleague at work today because I was telling him like how much fun we had with Titanfall, and he's never played it. Oh, wow. So I was like encouraging, you must play this game. And he's just bought a shit-hot PC, so it's like, that is your perfect excuse. Go away and play that game. Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, but I was saying to him, like, Titanfall 2's got story mode, there's, you know, all this, that, and the other. And I'm just thinking, I don't know how it's going to play out because I'm so used to the multiplayer side of things. Mm. I don't know if it can work in a single-player mode. I would love if it was, like, a fantastic, you know, long campaign and you've got multiplayer mm. on the side. Mm, that'd be good. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of praying that that single-player mode will work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Titanfall. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, besides that, I um, I tried Banner Saga, uh, which mm -hmm. we got free from one of, I think it was on the Xbox. It it looks okay. Um, it was very um, 
very pretty looking, um, but it was proper turn-based. Right. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't for me. So I, I, I don't think I even got through the tutorial, but it was just like, I don't think this is for me at all. Because I, I quite like South Park where it was turn-based combat, but it was free roam. Yeah. Right. This okay. was everything is, is turn-based. Is this XCOM? Um, yeah, it was all about, you had like all the hexagons and stuff and you could only move certain amount of hexagons yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I was like, no, it's a little bit too much. Yeah, because I think XCOM had that where it's like, right, you can move once and then attack once, but if you want to move further, it takes two turns up. Yeah, so yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. So, so I tried that. I tried uh, Tumblestone. Hmm. I actually quite liked it. It was um, weird. Basically, you you had a load of um, like squares, should we say, and you had to take them out in threes. So you'd take out three reds and then take out three yellows and whatever. But if you did it wrong, you couldn't then take three of the same color. So you had to do them in a certain order to, to unlock uh, multiples of that color so you could then get down at the bottom. And, and as you progressed through, they started dropping down as well so you you were kind of pushed along yeah um i actually quite enjoyed it it was uh it got tough quick but i enjoyed what i played it, it could could be up there with peggle for a go-to quick five minute play game right i downloaded it yesterday after we'd, it would finish with titanfall so I'm, i might be tempted to give that a go yeah yeah it's it's not bad at all it, it's it's essentially a match three but you're you can only attack them from the bottom if that makes sense Right. Okay. Um, so if that color isn't exposed to you, then you can't get three, and you need to restart. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll give that a go then. I like uh, little, little, like kind of like puzzly games. Hmm. I finished off Borderlands pre sequel, the Holodome onslaught. Okay. Um, six rounds of of things, and it was uh. dull. <laughs> oh. Um. The problem was the map was far too big. So you could quite easily go to a spot on the map. And I always use like ranged weapons. So they didn't come looking for you. You'd have flying enemies that would come looking for you, shoot those. Everybody else would just stand where they were. So you just got to the edge, popped them off, popped them off, popped them off. Uh, So they just kind of, yeah, just like a a churning the enemies out and just you taking them down one by one. Yeah, there there was no decent drops. There was no sense of excitement. There was just no nothing. It still took about four hours, but it was probably the longest four hours of my life. <laughs> a proper grind fest. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, maybe maybe if the enemies had been harder, because I think I played the DLC the wrong way around, because I went in at, like, level 38, and these were, like, level 32. Right, okay. So it wasn't even challenging. It was just a bit meh, so. Hmm. Um, but that's done with. Uh, so I think I'm done with pre-sequel. Um, there's nothing more for me to go back and do. I mean, I'm happy to do cult with you if you want to go back into it, but yeah, I'm not going to go and grind those chivos. Which is a pity. Just think how obsessed, mm. obsessed we were with Borderlands Two. Mm. That's kind of it. Just feels like a damp script as uh, uh, it, as a pre sequel. It feels a bit like a cash cow. I mean, even the fact that there was only two pieces of DLC. I mean, can you imagine if you bought the season pass and it'd be like. Oh, so you give me these? Is that it? <laughs> so how disappointing! Yeah, that would have been annoying. Uh, and then finally, I decided to fire up Far Cry Four. Ah, okay. So the reason for it was, um, I think we spoke on the last show um, that I fired up Red Dead Redemption, 
And I kind of like that open world, going out, doing your hunting, going out, doing your skinning, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I thought, right, well, I can either start Red Dead again or I can start Far Cry because essentially Far Cry is Red Dead Redemption. I can see that. Yeah. The gameplay is very, very similar. You're going out to areas to unlock them. You're going out doing missions. You're going to do the hunting quest so you can upgrade all your, uh, like your loot bag and, and, and like your ammo pouch and things like that. So gameplay mechanics, they're very similar. I can see that. So I've started it in my normal way. I did the first mission or two until I was allowed to free roam. And as it stands, I'm about 10 hours in. I've done like three missions out of the 34. And I've cleared half the map's worth of um, towers and bases. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it right. Yeah, I've upgraded all my all the weapons pouches and all that kind of stuff up to the point where I have to go and do the the special hunting challenges and I'm just farming those as we speak. Right, okay. So I'll be starting the game on like mission three, four, which is pretty much tutorial. Proper <laughs> pimped. <laughs> um, I've got the signature weapon in three of the four slots. Jesus. Yep. You're not messing around with it then? No, no, no. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's It's fun. It's fun. Um, getting on the quad bike. and the, I tell you, the best feature they've put on there is the auto drive feature. Mm. That is brilliant because sometimes you get a bit lost. So it's nice to get on a quad, stick it in auto drive, pull the accelerator and just, <laughs> just let the AI try and get me around <laughs> those corners at that speed. Plus, if you're shooting and doing other random jazz, then it, it makes it easy to do that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But what a gorgeous looking game. It it really is nice. What, what do you think to... Uh... Pagan Min? Um, I've only barely seen him. Um, I saw him in the first scene and that was about it. <laughs> Remember, I've, I've not progressed the story at all. Um, so I've heard him over the um, over the radio a few times. Right, sure. That's it. I haven't, uh, from a story point of view, I've had noth- no more exposure apart from the, the intro. I mean, I think the opening kind of speaks to how... How nuts he is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's a bit uh, of a loon. Um, but I like it. Uh, I like the universe. And it, it kind of makes me excited for Primal because I think Primal's on exactly the same map, which I'm happy with that because I, I'm already recognizing most of the map now. Um, so if I can get another game in exactly the same world, it's just like, oh, good, so-and-so. Oh, well, I know how to get there. Right. I think it will be interesting. Uh, it's just one of those where I feel like if you've removed the... Um like pig and min is is nuttiness you've you know it, and they made a very serious version of far cry which i don't feel like the last two games have been very mm. deadly serious I, I wonder what that tonal shift's going to be like but yeah i mean because I, I i love far cry 3 i love far cry 4 and the original far cry but far cry 2 I couldn't stand it that game was rough I mean, even original far cry was weird because it got into like weird alien stuff on an island yeah but no, are you thinking of Crisis? Am I thinking of Crisis? I think you're thinking of Crisis. I can remember towards the end of like original Far Cry, it got a bit weird because you went into like an installation and there was weird stuff going on. It's been a very long time since mm. I played that game. I don't know. I mean, I remember it from the PC days because it was like, can your machine run Far Cry and Crisis? Nope. <laughs> Muppet. You clearly haven't spent <laughs> £3,000 on it then. <laughs> that was the one. I think I was running Far Cry on a Sony Vio. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, that I I spent a serious amount of money on that mm. that laptop, but yeah, all I remember is a red Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, that's... and a guy shooting people in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's about yeah, that's about as as much as I remember of Far Cry. Oh, cool. 
So we've had the announcement with the Games with Gold and the PS Plus. So we'll mm-hmm. just quickly go through those. So with Games with Gold, we've got, um, is it Arachi? Uh, so Warriors Arachi 3 Ultimate? Is, I don't know if it's Warriors Orochi Ultimate 3, Warriors Orochi 3 Ult. I have no idea. Okay. I had a quick look at the video. I don't think it's going to be for me. But Is it Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too keen on all that kind of stuff. Right. They're, not, they're not my bag. Um, we've got WWE 2K16, which is... Get in! Which is great if you didn't... The thing is, with all these sports games, it's like if you're a fan of that genre of game, of, of sport you will have bought it on release day. This game's dog shit. It's, it's just not good. They've not been good for a few years now. Oh, right. Okay. I was I was being sarcastic when I said get in. It, it, I so really want a good wrestling game. Okay. So I think I'll be avoiding that one as well because uh, I know you're a fan of wrestling, but I'm not. So <laughs> have you ever been a fan of wrestling? Uh, just kind of. I think I I remember back in the day the giant haystack, the big daddy, that kind of stuff. The Sunday afternoon TV. Um, I, I can't say I was a fan, but I used to watch it and it was enjoyable. Right. Then it just got a little bit silly. And you're talking about like old school British wrestling, yeah, you know, yeah this yeah. American garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'll I'll be avoiding that. Um, sure. Splunky. Now, there's a game. Um, I'm glad we're getting that because I think it's something that Christina will lose a load of time in. Right. Okay. She loves those kind of games. And uh, we got it on um, PS Plus a while back, I think. Yeah, I've sunk a lot of time into Spelunky. Mm. And it's very enjoyable. It's kind of right, die, start again, right, cool. And then because it's procedurally generated, it feels different every single time. Yeah. Because I, I know Christina, she, she's beat Rogue Legacy. Right. All five bosses on that. And it's. Although it's a different game, it's it's similar, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can see what you're saying, because again, that's procedurally generated one life. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I can see her enjoying that. And then we've got Beyond Good and Evil HD. So this is a HD remaster of a 360 game. No, sorry, of a of an Xbox One game, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. Hang on. No. Before that. Like old it? school Xbox. Yeah. So Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox. So we're three generations now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I, I, I hear a lot of, like, this has become like a cult classic, yeah, it seems. and it's not something I've ever played. Uh, but everyone's pining for a second one. But, okay, so this will be interesting then. It'll be it'll be whether it is roasting at glasses that this is a good game, or when we go back, to, well, once we play it for the first time, it'll be like, hmm. But I'm going to give it a go. Uh, PS Plus, we've got Tricky Towers, which seems kind of... Um, a Tetris on on steroids. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'll give it a go because I I like the um, the quick play games because it mm. is sometimes easy just to get a quick five minutes in on a game, and this could be one of those. Apparently, there's a like a a separate like puzzle section to this game. Apparently, the, that's quite plentiful. So, all right, okay. Uh, yeah, there's an actual puzzle side to it as well, which which kind of appeals to me. I saw some. Uh, uh, some footage of it, and it does look really fun. Fantastic. And it's multiplayer. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll be giving that a blast. Now, this next game is something that's been my, on my radar for quite a while now. It's uh, Rebel Galaxy. Now, this is kind of like Elite, kind of like Freelancer. The thing that gets me is it's a single-player experience. 
um, which just feels kind of bizarre for a an open world ship, uh, well, spaceship trading, traveling, all that kind of good stuff. But it's single player. How lonely are you going to feel with this expansive like space? And just no one around. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I dropped a lot of a lot of time into Freelancer, which feels very similar. So you pick stuff up from one station, you do trading, you take it to another station, you, you get pirates and all that kind of good stuff. And I think mm. it's one of those experiences that could really be shared. Yeah. But again, I'll give it a blast because it has been on the radar. The fact that it's free is fantastic. Yeah, it's worth giving it a punt for now. Yeah. Um, we've got Yakuza 5. Hmm. Hmm. Um, mm. Again, it's not for me. I've actually learned over the past couple of months that I've got so many games. Uh, we get we get ten games free a month that I've got to the point where I can look at a game and think, you know what, I'm not going to spend any time with that at all. It's just not worth it. Yeah, and I mean the Yakuza games seem very dense. Yeah, and not as in thick, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, sorry, yeah, yeah like, in the same way that I say we have a few is very hollow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately I won't be giving that a go. Maybe maybe after after October, um, when I've got lots of free time, then I might dip back into some of these. So, mm. um, Retrograde. I didn't have a look at this. What type of game was it? This looks like a side-scrolly shooty thing. Okay. This, lo- this looks like a... Um, like a bullet hell or uh yeah kind of like the old school like 2d R type yeah that's it the kind of you're on the left you are shooting things coming from the right okay and big bosses it looks very shiny very bright and vibrant and okay i might avoid I might the bullets that good thing because I, I do like side scrolling shooters just as mm. long as you can pick up weapons upgrade and make your ship into this big old beastie i want guns yep how many all of them <laughs> Um, next, we've got Patapong 3. I remember the first one. I kind of enjoyed it. It was very... Um, I, I think the thing about that game it was it was very uplifting music. Mm. Um, and I, I enjoyed the first one. I think... Have we got the first two or over the time? we? I'm sure we've had the first two for free. I'm pretty sure over the... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have at some point in time. Yeah, so this will just add to the collection. Um, again, it's... Probably won't play it for a little while, but um, something I'll probably play. It'll be one of those you pick up and play and just do a level and get all the bright and happy and vibrant music and stuff. Yeah, it's it's rhythm-based, and I, I, I do like me uh, some rhythm-based stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then just finally, we've got Ultron. Now, this is by uh, Puppy Games. Same people that did uh, the... Is it Titan Attack? Yeah, I think it was... Like, there was a group of, like, four or five games they released like very close to one another yeah now i've got um the i'm sure it's titan attack it's the, the space invaders type game yeah because i remember we went when we went to Eurogamer, they gave us like a code where we could download like five games from them oh yes 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 yeah still right. have them installed now um but yeah uh, so i mean titan attack i've got it on the i've got it on the vita i've got it on the vita tv i've got it on the ps3 and also the ps4 it's it's a very good go-to game and I, I still can't get past the second world, but awesome. <laughs> um, it, it's very, I mean, basically you can go from the beginning of world two to the main boss in about 10 minutes and it, it's just good. It's a vibrant little game. I, I do like it. So um, Ultron is something I'll definitely give a go because I do like their games. Yeah. They have a, a very unique kind of art style to it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 
very simple, very quick pick up and play games. Yeah, which is perfect. Uh, it's probably yeah. going to be one for the Vita. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. Cool. Okay, well, that's games discussed. Let's discuss what we've watched. So, Terry, tell me about the films you've been watching. Oh, let me tell you. Um, I watched a documentary on the Netflix called Ghost Heads. Oh, was this this something to do with Ghostbusters? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. Quite an insightful documentary. I didn't I didn't realise there was uh, a brand of fans that Ghostbusters had called Ghost Heads. I, oh. I didn't realise how... I, obviously, I'm, I'm, I am a fan of Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. but I didn't realise how... Uh, I hate to use the word obsessive, but it kind of feels like I need to say that, like how obsessive people can get over that film, which is not a bad thing mm. by any means. Uh, but it's just focusing on like a few people who are absolutely obsessed with Ghostbusters. Oh wow! It's quite a fascinating like documentary to because uh, they've got every, like the main cast bar. Bill Murray, because sure. I don't think he wants to do anything with this uh, documentary. And obviously Harold Ramis, because yeah, yeah. he's deceased. Uh, but, the, you know, they've got interviews with the main cast, uh, Ivan Reitman, the director, uh, and just some of the fan, like the hardcore fans of the of the film and how they've got, like in America, I think it could be worldwide, they've got like branch separate branches of Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I... I Go give it a watch. It's it's kind of a, a nice, light-hearted hour, hour and a half documentary. Okay, yeah, I did see I did see it flash up on Netflix, and I thought I, I think I saw the logo and thought, hmm, yeah, that's maybe a Sunday afternoon watch. Yeah, it, like I say, it's very light-hearted. It, it's kind of it's one of those, as I said a couple episodes ago, when I was watching, um, you know, a lot of game documentaries and how you know if you feel impassioned to be a gamer, you know, should watch these because it it reminds you of why you're a fan of them and how awesome they are yeah okay and it's like it's nice to i like i'm not that impassioned about ghostbusters but it's it's cool to see like how much it means to these people like just this film means to them this is before the new one gets released and has potentially ruined that for them but Mm. yeah uh and then i watched resident evil retribution because i hate myself no take that back the Resident Evil me? films, my guilty pleasure. I love Give them over. all. No, I've seen them all multiple. I own them all. Why? Because <laughs> they are the perfect. They're up there with the Transformers movies, the Michael Bay oh, films. Oh, give over! They are they're just they're just meaningless violence. They, you don't even have to worry about the story. Just things are happening. Things are blowing up, and she always comes out of it looking cool. But it ah. Uh... Okay, I will give you the the first two films I thought was very good. No, I've, I've like, seen them all. I've seen them all. I, I, it took me two years from when this film came out to actually watching it on Netflix to like pluck up the courage to see it. Because I was thinking like the way it ended, uh, like on the end of the fourth one, whether on the ship mm, and on mm, that's the, right. the, everything's coming in. It's like this literally picks up. It's like okay, that's cool. And then they throw in some. F- I don't want to talk spoilers, mm-hmm. but just to say that there are some main characters from the games appear, mm-hmm. and they are just chucked to the wayside for reasons, mm-hmm. and it hurts my feelings because I am a fan of Resident Evil the games. Ah, so maybe that's so. I I've played enough of the Resident Evil games to know the main characters. 
Yeah. But I wasn't invested. So I think I stopped at like Resident Evil 3 or something like that. Right. Okay. So maybe that's why you're, you have a dislike for it because to me, it's just like, there's a thing that gets dead. I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, the things that get dead bit was, was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, but it was just one of those where it's like, ah, oh, they're just, they're just misusing the characters. Like what the, f- what are they doing? No, uh, but I, no, I, I like them. I like them. Hopefully there is no sixth film. I, there, I'm sure there is. I'm... Is there? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Bummer. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I watched Resident Evil Retribution. If you're going to get blind drunk and want to watch something in, in the background before you fall asleep, I guess you could watch this. This definitely feels falls into the category of better with beer. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd feel like I need to be plastered to enjoy this film. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. I'm only plastered <laughs> when I watch these. <laughs> After you've downed your 17th bottle of Nuki Brown. Yep. Yeah. Uh, TV-wise, I finished season two of Pretty Little Liars last night, actually. Wow, okay. I am getting to a point of where I'm just like, right, they need to reveal what is going on with this because this is starting to really fucking drag. Right, okay. Uh, Which is a bummer because, uh, as we'll talk about in a bit, Scream, um, it's ten episodes. They just do it. They just do things. Mm. And at the end of the tenth episode, boom! Yeah, this is still going on. I think it's in its sixth season in America because wow. they're updating it weekly on Netflix. Right. Okay. And it's still going on. And by the end of the second season, it's like, right, okay, we've come to what I feel is a resolve. And then I'm thinking, well, why is there four more seasons of it? Right. Okay. I don't know if I can cope with this. Uh, I might continue to watch it i'm not too sure i did consider just kind of looking up like who is this character what's going on but i thought i, th- I thought better of it mm. so we'll see uh and darren so talking about people with obsessions uh, mm-hmm. what else have you been watching <laughs> i watched uh stranger things uh, how again many times twice <laughs> obsessed much it I am not ashamed to say that I'm a massive fan of that show. I even um, saw you creating your own album artwork for the soundtrack that didn't exist. But it does now. Yeah. That's the main thing. It does now. Uh, it was because I'm thinking to myself, I need to make a, like, I was looking for, like, search Stranger Things soundtrack. I was like, oh, but here's the licensed music that, you know, is used during the show. Mm. I was like, right, okay, I'll compile a playlist, you know, using Apple Music, and I can create a playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I need this, some playlist artwork, don't I? And I'm not going to use the boring. I just thought I'd make my own. So you made your own album. Yeah. Obsessed. Now. You're going to feature on, on some documentary in about 10 years' time, <laughs> aren't you? It'll be the, the, the strange, Stranger Lights or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll cover the Huddersfield sector. There'll be a name for us. It's it's fine. Yeah. Sad is not one of them, but there will be a name for us. Uh, I mean that man. God damn, that show is so good. Uh, it it's one of those where it was like I was getting to a point. I edited last last podcast, mm. and I had it on in the background, just letting it play out. And it got to a point of where I'm I'm obviously you know editing the podcast, and I kind of break for a second. You know, uh, have a quick swig of a drink and then i just sit there for 10 minutes and just watch it and it's like oh yeah, yeah this is happening i've watched it already but uh, this is happening 
sickness. Mm-hmm. Sickness, Darren. Now that the the main artwork, the poster, mm. that would be an awesome poster. Oh, yeah, that would be. Uh, I really wish they'd do a poster. It was getting to a point, Darren. I'm sorry, I, I know this is going to go on for too long. It was getting to a point of where I was pleading for Netflix to make like a merchandise shop. Yeah, I know, I saw it. So that I could buy things because I actively want to support the show. For about two weeks solid, you, every post on social media was <laughs> Stranger Things related. Because it's so goddamn good. I did obviously kind of break that and then, you know, did I break that? I'm not quite sure. I could be posting this thing and not be completely aware of what I'm doing, but man, that show is so good. Yep. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I finished um, Stranger Things. Um, How many times? Uh, just just once, like a normal person. Oh, right. <laughs> and yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it. it was it was a good watch. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't been fanatic, fanatical about it like yourself. I, we just enjoyed <laughs> it. We watched it. I went, oh, yeah, that was all right. And then we moved on. But you can see how someone with an affinity for the 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I told you after we'd watched the first couple of episodes that it had you written all over it, which which clearly had. It, yeah, it did. I blame you for this. I was creating. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy it because it's just... Uh-huh just dripping in 80s nostalgia and as someone who was far at the end of, of, of well, 86 I was born but mm. as someone that missed that decade and wasn't able to really kind of grow up in it yeah sure it's like the perfect nostalgic decade you know for any show or film to be uh you know uh to be set in so yeah yeah, yeah. man Sorry, what else have you been watching, Darren? Um, so I finished um, finished Gotham. Okay. I really enjoyed where they went with the um, second half of season two. Mm. They have really stepped it up. I, I think season one was very much character building. The first part of season two, again, was character building. It had, it, it had its own little story arc, which uh, concluded halfway through. And then halfway yeah. through season two, again own story arc which uh, i liked it i like where it went i was a lot further on than i thought i was when we had the discussion mm. uh I, in fact i was way further ahead than what i thought i was i think i'm and it being like maybe two or three episodes behind you yeah uh it, i can agree yeah it's, it's going to some interesting places i, I do want to kind of finish that that season up because i believe three is coming out and is starting in september yeah it's not far away at all at least in the states, it is when we get it. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, Gotham is is very good. They're really capturing the essence of those characters. Yeah, very really much well. so. I started watching um, Limitless. So, mm. I don't know if you've seen the film uh, with um, what's his face, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. I have. Yes, um, I thought it was actually really good. Yeah. So they've taken that and they've got. A guy, clearly they didn't have enough money for Bradley Cooper. So they've just right. got a guy who, for reasons, they've picked him as as the go-to guy who they're going to just keep feeding the um, the the pill. And they're going to mm-hmm. use him as basically a, a, a I won't say a mule, but they're going to use him as like a supercomputer. So if you've ever seen Chuck, um, do you ever seen Chuck? I started watching it when it first came out. I know what you're yeah, yeah. like a kind of a super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. They, they just use him as a, like an FBI asset. And mm. it, it's just basically the problem of the week. They're feeding full of drugs. 
and he comes up with a solution. Uh, because drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. There's a nice little subplot in it, nice little relationship between the characters. Um, it, it's it's quite rare. It's got 24 episodes in it. Is it the first season? Yeah, we, I haven't had that for a, quite a while now. Not since, what was that show? 24. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, really enjoying that. It's, uh, it's one of those that we, you don't have to, or should say you can put it on in the background, not worry too much. Uh, you can pick up key points and still get along with the story. So we can easily watch a couple of episodes back to back and not miss too much, if you know what I mean. Yeah. At least it's not the at least it's not Bradley Cooper's character that's getting played by a his dude that doesn't look anything yeah. like him, but let's pretend for the sake of this film that it is. Yeah, I mean he does make um Bradley Cooper does make a cameo in it. Um okay. but unfortunately they they could clearly pay for about ten minutes of his time. So they did that thing, and unfortunately, he's been featured in every single ep- episode so far as a flashback. Ah, <laughs> uh, they want to they want to maximise that. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's good. It's good, light-hearted watching. I'm uh, so enjoying that. He's got shit to do. He's 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 busy. Finished with he's finished with Alias. He's finished with TV series. Yeah, he's in the big books in film now. Yep. Until TV surpasses film and then he comes back to TV. But anyway. Yeah. And then just finally, I was, um, I think I was hopping through the channels and I came across a TV program called Wasted. Okay. It's on Channel 4 and it's two episodes into six episodes, I think it is. It's just like a half an hour UK TV thing. Did you like or have you ever watched Spaced? No. Spaced. I've never seen it. Spaced is kind of bit unique, bit out there. It's Simon Pegg back in the old school days when it was raw Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, and Spaced is very, very good. If you can find it on a streaming service, I think there was three seasons, uh, six episodes each. Just very, very good. I think it was on Netflix at one point. Mm. Uh, well, this has got a very, very similar feel. And as I said, we're, we're two episodes. I can't remember. Well, the main story is that you've got these uh, group of people and um, they're a bit useless. And they went on a mission to find this bag of pills, uh, so ecstasy, that were buried back in the 90s. Right. And they found them, and they've fermented, shall we say. <laughs> so they've become like the ultimate drug. And it's just about that. <laughs> so it's very tongue-in-cheek, very, very humorous. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're, we're two episodes in. Uh, I I laughed out loud quite a few times, um, so it's something I'll continue with. Is that just started recently? Yeah, yeah. Or? So we watched. Um, so I saw it on and caught about five minutes of it, laughed, and then went on to catch up, and went back and watched the first two episodes in full. It was on the um, the all four uh, streaming service. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, have a look at that. That that's quite funny. Movies, movies, movies. Have I watched any movies? I don't know. You know what? I have not watched any movies. Controversial. I know. That's not, that's usually what you do when you're not playing games. You watch films. Yeah, but I've actually played some games. So, just really quickly, mm. um, kind of uh, off of the uh, mm-hmm. off the TV stuff. Man in Practical Jokers UK looks rough. <laughs> Ooh, what the it... the the actual UK version of Impractical Jokers? Oh, what? Oh, have you not seen no. this? Uh, it starts tomorrow. Oh. It it looks 
Ooh, it looks rough. The thing is with Impractical Jokers, it's not about what they're doing. It's the is the bond between those four guys. Yeah. And that's the thing that makes it not what they're doing. I mean, they, they could be sat around having a chat at a meal table for half an hour and I'd sit and watch that because I think they're Definitely. funny guys. Yeah. Uh, this, granted I've only seen adverts. Mm. It's not starting till tomorrow, but I will give it a watch. I'll give you my thoughts next episode. I might take one for the team on this one, uh, but kind of from the adverts, it just does look like wet shit. Mm. Uh, obviously, that is me being a bit of the head of the, you know, ahead of myself because it's not out yet. It could be awesome. Mm. Somehow, I don't think it is, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like. I had people say, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Impractical Jokers UK, yeah, yeah, it's it's on Channel 5. And I'm thinking, why would it be on Channel 5? It's on Comedy Central. Yeah. It's always on Comedy Central. No, 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 the UK version of it. Why are they doing a UK version of it? Mm, why? I'm not happy about that. But, yeah, sorry, a little bit of a, of a, of a random there. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Okay. I don't know. So, I challenge you to go and watch Inner Space. Mm. based on my claptastic voyage um yeah thoughts this could be one of the most 80s films i've ever seen in my life it is very 80s <laughs> the hair everything what's going on it's about a dude that is experimental he's going gonna go into a rabbit but then he gets injected into martin shaw mm. and then stuff dennis quaid floating around here inside this little pod Along with Meg Ryan. Yep. Um, okay. Um, oh, that was it. I know the last episode. You're like, oh yeah, that, mm-hmm. and you'll recognise him. That the guy. cowboy, the doctor from <laughs> Star Trek. With hair. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, that's not him. Sure, no. And then you just get like a full-on shot of his face. And it's like, oh, what is going on? He makes love with the boots on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What it. What a really silly premise, but what a really fun film. Yeah, yeah. I imagine the people like in this film are thinking, this seems... Oh. Even for 87, I believe it came out, mm. probably thinking, this seems super cheesy, but it's really fun. It's a really fun, silly film. Yeah, yeah. Now, that scene where he's like, right, I'm going to change the look of your face. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's... That is terrifying. Yeah, what his head's just like shaking from side to side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I, I do like the image of uh, the face, the mouth kind of flapping about like someone's just got like <laughs> like some like underneath them just blo- like a, a leaf blower or something yeah, just underneath yeah. the face just doing that. But yeah, it, it's a very good film. How they did the um, inside his body shots. Yeah. Uh, some of those shots I'm thinking like, how the hell did they manage that? Mm. Because uh, there's some pretty like intricate, like obviously him on the um, uh, like on his eyes and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like that implant into his eyes and and just silly stuff like that. But um, that random bit where uh, Meg Ryan and Martin Short kiss, and then he's inside her. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> like what the, f-? and then it's like this weird alien baby thing, and it turns out she's pregnant. And it's like, that thing needs to die because it's scary looking. Get it away from me. Uh, 
and then he starts playing like their song like in her head. Yeah. <laughs> all very weird. She, By just turning the volume up. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden she knows he's inside of me. Uh yeah. What a what a weird, cheesy eighties film. Uh but it was just fun to just kinda relax and just kinda watch that, just have a bit of a chuckle at it. And it wasn't anything overly offensive. It wasn't like boring or anything like that it really was good mm, good i enjoyed it a very silly 80s premise but yeah very good in a space it's man it's weird and it's got martin short in it so you know it's an 80s film. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm surprised they haven't remade that yet do you think they could pull that off in 2016 yeah because they could but the bit no because they'd make it serious like a bloody horror yeah, film or something CG all over the place and yeah oh that was one thing i want to say mm. dude with the detachable arm yes uh, the, the gun finger. Mm. Uh, I'm just thinking, right, he should be kind of like pulled up as like some form of... In 2016, he'd be pulled up in like terroristic threats or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then there's just one random scene where uh, the evil woman is talking on the phone to someone and he's there and he attaches something onto his arm that, that kind of looks like a vibrator because she kind of looks at it and then she's looking at him with like a smile on his face and I'm thinking... Oh, I'm not sure if that is, that is what I'm thinking. Is that what I'm thinking? Because I know he does like the uh, the the uh, drink mixer and stuff like that, doesn't he? But there is just one. But she's laid in bed, and she puts the phone down, and then he attaches it, and she kind of looks at him and looks at his hand and smiles. You know what? It's been many years since I've watched it. So when I did watch it, I would have been quite naive. Right. Okay. So I may go back and watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But it was just like this one little random thing because I'm thinking that you could probably you could probably get away with watching this as a kid, and then I'm thinking, whoa, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's random and came out of nowhere, and so did she apparently. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a space, it, I don't know if you could pull that off in 2016. I, I don't know. I think that would be that's an asylum mm. film. Okay. Is that like your transmorphers? I think they could probably pull it off. Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. Okay, so your next film, and I've just recently bought this on iTunes. Um, is mm. so a while back, iTunes the cheapest you could buy a film was seven ninety nine, and then right. over the last couple of years, they've gone down from seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, five ninety nine, four ninety nine, three ninety nine. So there's like a a, a bargain bin on iTunes now, <laughs> and a nice. film that dropped into there, and I thought, you know what, I, I need that in my life, so I bought it. Okay. The film is called Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder. Yeah, so uh, that, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Now, I'm going to try and watch it again before the next show. Um, because okay, last cool. time I watched it, I was a young pup. Uh, and sure. I've got I've got only a small amount of memory of it. I, I've only watched it once, but I remember really enjoying it. So this is a film you've seen once back in the day. Yes. That you have fond memories of. Yes. Those, okay. those glasses are tinted. <laughs> um, but the, the reviews on iTunes, the, there was a whole six reviews, all giving it five out of five. So okay. I'm thinking, okay, sure. actually, it can't be that bad. I mean, if six people have given it five out of five. <laughs> exactly, yeah. A whole six people. Yep. Okay, sure. So that's your next one, Blue Thunder. Okay. Okay, Doug, so next section. What have we read? Uh, so do you want to start us off, Terry? 
For sure. I finally finished Stormfront. Okay. How'd you find I it? I know I had It was good. Okay. Uh can we can we talk spoilers? Should we avoid in? Um I try and avoid it because you've got I to w- think we we've only picked up the um uh, the Dresden books this year. Sure. And, okay. And they've been so, running for years, so Yeah. Okay, so I really enjoyed the book. Okay. Really, really enjoyed the book to the point of where I've got book two, book three. Uh, oh, perfect. That I've okay. Just downloaded. I've used, just used my uh, two credits for that. Okay. I felt like the ending, not the very, very end, but like mm. felt very, like the, the the majority of the book was very drawn out. Yeah, yeah. The ending felt like bang, 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 bang. Sure, yeah, okay. And I kind of understand why. But it was one of those where I would have liked to have seen it kind of drawn out that you know that mm. little bit more. But it it felt very right. Shit, I've got like it's like someone was he was given like the limit of you have to write so many pages, and it was like shit, I've got all of this, and I've got like twenty pages left. Right, okay, and like he was he was like kind of rushed the last not rushed the last bit, but cut bits out of it. Yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, sorry, I'm not kind of explaining myself correctly, but that's kind of the best way I can say it without spoiling it. Yeah, basically, the the book is building towards something, and that something is over and done with in about two or three minutes. But it's the same with this. Like you said, there's confrontation, you know, but towards the end, it, it felt very... Right, I'm going to cram this in as quickly as possible. That's not to say it was bad. I thought it was very bloody well written. Mm. Uh, narrated even better. Yeah, uh, I, I think the narration really helps the writing a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to listen to book two, book three. Okay, so you got uh, full moon next, I think, is it? Uh, yep, full moon, and then I've I got uh, grave peril as well. So okay, and it is handy because they've started putting on their like Dresden Files book two. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that it, as well in the description. So it's like they must know, they must listen to the podcast. Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, like this increased sales of all these Dresden file books. What's going on? <laughs> um, off the back of that, however, I've decided that uh, to put Audible on pause for a couple months. Okay. I don't, I was paying you know eight quid a month, which is not bad. Mm. Uh, but it was one of those where it's like, right, okay, I'm just accruing these these credits. Okay. And I'm just not able to listen to books mm. as often as I would or like obviously I it took me 45 minutes to listen to the end of a book in reality it took me about a week and a half to listen to it yeah sure to finish the book off so I feel like I've got enough with full moon and grave peril now I've only put it on pause for a couple months okay so uh very arbitrary way of very silly way that audible have done that uh you have to go in to cancel your membership mm. then say oh we've got a few different options for you do you want to put it on pause instead like why did you not offer me that in the first place because yeah, that's sure. what i wanted to do yeah um so i've only got it on pause for a couple of months but i feel that i can listen to book two and book three in the meantime sure okay so uh, yeah so i figured i'd do that but uh that's all i've really uh really read uh this time around what about yourself okay same as yourself. I'm I'm kind of building up the credits, so I've got I've I've not spent my last month's credit yet, because mm-hmm. uh, similar to yourself, the the work I've been doing is required that I have to listen to music because yeah. otherwise, when I'm writing up reports, then words from books go into report, and that's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Dresden, what's going yeah. on? However, well, doing some of the work, I've I've listened to all the Red Dwarf books many times. So mm. I I did drop on Infinite Welcomes Careful Driver and Better Than Life. Yeah. They've been perfect for doing the garden stuff. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I've finished Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers, and I'm about three quarters of the way through Better Than Life. Nice. Again, forgot just how good they were. Absolutely brilliant stories. If if, if you're a fan of Red Dwarf, get the audiobooks, get the unabridged audiobooks, because um, they go places the TV series doesn't. And yeah. it puts a lot more emphasis on, on some of the plot points. You were saying uh, kind of off of here that, that Better Than Life, that entire book is just inside of the game, right? Um, so that's what I remembered. But now I've I've gone back to it. Half of the book is... So you've got four hours there in Better Than Life. I mean, that's still quite impressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's not Better Than Life that you see in the TV series. Right, okay. It's totally different. So hmm. they've all built their own worlds. Right. Um, the cat's world is fantastic. It's the cat. Um, uh, again, I'm I'm not going to give any spoilers, but yeah, if the cat could have anything he wanted, um, <laughs> that's what he builds. Nice. Um, it's quite interesting. Quite interesting. So yeah, yeah, finish that. Uh, I should say I'm three quarters of the way through that. Um, mm. I, I was listening to it earlier when I was out for a run, but yeah, really enjoying it. Cool. Um, and then I'm not sure where I'm going to go with my next credit because I, to be honest, if I'm, if I listen to audiobooks at work, I've got to be doing something quite mind numbing. Mm. It's just very easy to do, but the stuff I'm doing at the moment's not allowing me to do that. So no, fair enough. I, like I said, that's why I put mine on pause. Mm. Uh, for a little bit, it just kind of right. Okay, at least let me catch up on what I've got so far. Yeah, sure. Uh, and kind of go from there then. Cool. So, reading corner. Reading corner. Let, Darren, let's go into the reading corner. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> say it like that. So, Sex criminals. Now Darren. I have to say, I really enjoyed this. Yes. I yeah. really liked the writing style. It almost had. I'm going to say like a Deadpool feel to it. I, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. Just the humour. I mean, there was a whole scene where they, um, they were doing karaoke. Um, <laughs> the lady was singing, um, shit, what was it? Fat Bottom Girls? Uh, it was Fat Bottom Girls, yeah. Fat Bottom Girls. But <laughs> it's almost like they'd drawn out all the frames where she's singing it. And then they just had like square over the top of it. says, yeah, so... We tried to get the rights for this, and then we did this, and then we did this, and then we did this all over every single one of them. I mean, it's like, we even tried to do this, and we even tried to do this. And you get right to the end, and it's just like, there's not a single lyric. But it, it was one of those where it kind of like, towards the end, it's like, you might as well have just been saying, like, so how are you? Yeah. And in fact, I think it says, like, something about feedback, and it's like, oh, don't worry, we can't hear you anyway, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But... It, it, even like with the main character himself, like she's telling you this story for you know yeah, in like yeah. a third person perspective as well. I, yeah, I think it's very clever, very cleverly done. Um, I think I read five comics, and it's something I want to read more of because awesome. even though it's um, so, just to give you the basic premise, this woman found at an early age that when she reached climax, that the world stopped. <laughs> And yeah. she went into this special world where... Um, the Upside Down. Yeah, the Upside Down. So the, this, <laughs> It wasn't the Upside well, Down, yeah, that's yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, but... Um, so this magical world where time stops and she can do what she likes. And she eventually met this bloke who exactly the same happened. Whose penis glows at the end. <laughs> and that's how he knows how long he can stay in the quiet for. Yeah, which is really bizarre. <laughs> and then 
It's just those two having fun in the world um, that's frozen. And I think when I read they got to another point where they were doing a bank raid and yeah. there was another group of people in there, it's like, uh, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I, I've, I've got through four issues of it. Right, okay. I was I, I was reading that first issue and I'm thinking, I don't know if Darren's going to be down for this. I, I really don't know how he's going to get on with this. Yeah. But I'm really glad that you enjoyed it, but man... I just love the writing style because it's even at the yeah. start where it was just like, all oh, right, uh, it's okay. We're going to get to the bit where so and so and so, but we, we've got to cover these bits first. And and, yeah. this, and it was just that very, very good humorous storytelling. It, yeah, even like, it's like, right, no, seriously, the jokes are coming, but you know. Yeah. Uh, even like where her friend is explaining sex to her in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And all the drawings and stuff like that. And it's like, this is just stupid but yeah. like funny like i'm actually laughing at it yeah yeah i laughed out loud a couple of times at it i definitely want to continue with it there is, i didn't realize there is it's called sex criminals there is a lot of sex and a lot of sex stuff in this so if you're a bit mm, about it yeah maybe but it, not yeah but the thing is it's not graphic though <sighs> no it, it's not no uh, it's just it, it's just the mechanic that they use to get to the the, the special world, shall we say? Yeah, um, when when she was uh, attacked with a taser that was stuffed inside of a penis or a dildo. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but random stuff is... like that. But it's done in humor. It's exactly, done it for humor's yeah, sake. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely going to carry on with this. Yeah, uh, I thought it was very funny. Um, like you said, the writing is 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 top notch. Yeah. Uh, very simplistic art style, so it's not you know too hard on the eyes. Yeah, it's, it, I think it flows very well. There's, um, I mean, it ticks the boxes for me because it's just like minimal text. It, it's just very very fast to read through. Very visual, yeah, uh, with it, and not in like a gratuitous way. I don't mean it that way, but in, like the panels speak for themselves. Yeah, uh, the the characters feel like they've got a, um, you know, they've got a connection. There's a chemistry there. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it, they, they build off of that. And there's some, there is some very funny stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, I definitely want to continue with that. In fact, I I bought volume one. Okay. Um, so I think uh, I'm going to buy volume two and, and crack on with it. Probably tonight, actually. Oh, cool. Because uh, it was a fairly easy read. So. Yeah, yeah, it was a very easy read. Yeah, I'm genuinely glad you enjoyed that because I was I was kind of a bit nervous thinking I don't really know if this is going to be any good or not, mm. but I was so intrigued by it that I had to you know give it a read. So yeah, sure, awesome. So this is one that has been recommended to me numerous times before, uh, and people keep on saying it's a, it's a very good you know comic book series. So okay, the next one is going to be Saga. 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 Okay. Uh, again, I'm I'm trying to go into this as blindly as possible, and I'm, I'm I'm it is one that people keep on talking to me about it so much. It's one of those right. I really need to I really need to give this a read. And what more perfect avenue can I do that than on a podcast where we talk about stuff we've read? Nice. Right. Okay. So yeah. So the next one will be Saga. Okay. Look. So yeah, I think that's it for what we've read. Yeah, indeed. So I'd like to revisit the New Year's challenges. Because uh, okay. the last couple of episodes, we haven't bothered with them. Yeah. So, myself, I've um, Assassin's Creed. I've, I'm have i with playing Far Cry, I kind of want to go back to Assassin's Creed. Because mm. uh, essentially, they're the same games. 
Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that and then getting to Black Flag and cracking on with that. Now yourself. Now I know we had the challenge of you getting a job. Yeah. Um, but because you failed the challenge, that kind of went away. But I think it still should be a thing. So I thought, let, let, let's revisit it and let's see how we're getting on. Because I kind of hope that because you didn't get a job in the time that you haven't just blown it off. Actually, quite the contrary. Okay. Uh, I've been, you know, um, Trev actually gave me some advice. Mm. Uh, you know, how to get a bit more noticed with that sort of stuff and, you know, took his advice and I've been looking and I actually got a, a, a very random phone call today. Okay. Uh, at least a voicemail. I got a phone call from Stoke-on-Trent. It's like, hi, don't recognize this number. Uh, off. Uh, and they left me a voicemail and it's like, oh, yeah, we've, you know, we just received this, you know. Uh, we're, you know, one of his employee, employers from, they didn't actually say where it was. They mm. gave me the job title. Okay. And it's like, oh, they'd be really interested. So yeah, if you're still looking for something, give us a call back. It's like, ah, oh, this 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 doesn't happen. What's going on? Uh, but uh, yeah, and then I tried to give him a call back, and the office was closed. Ouch. Yeah, which was a fucking bummer. So yeah, I'm definitely going to give him a call back because he he kept it vague enough. Mm. He didn't tell me what the company was, but he kept it vague enough. But he told me what the title was and all that sort of stuff. So I'm thinking. Okay, you've piqued my interest now. I see what you've done there. That's quite clever. So, yeah, I'm I'm still looking. Okay. Uh, I I will give you a, a some feedback uh, of this phone call. Probably the next episode, find out what it was and make sure it's not like some scam artist thing. Sure. Okay. But uh yeah. Uh Mass Effect obviously kind of had my funk um uh, trying to slowly creep out of my funk. I feel like I need to do some solid Mass Effect in yeah, because we we now get into the time where it's starting with silly season. Yeah. So I, if you're going to do it by the end of the year, I'm not quite sure how you're going to squeeze that in. To be honest with you, I was thinking about um, pausing my boomerang rental. So I, yeah, I did that and mine's poor. I, I've actually extended mine. Mine, mine reactivates uh, New Year's Day. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I could see myself easily getting till then. Yeah. Uh, and pausing it. Uh, I, again, with the Audible stuff, it's like I've got so many games to be playing. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just paying them 11 quid a month. I I actually... Recently, I rented Overwatch. Okay. I've not touched it. And I just kind of flipped the piece of paper back over, sealed it back up because I, I didn't want to send it back. I just don't see me playing that anytime soon because there's just so many other things that I need to be playing right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I, I feel like I'm probably going to pause with them for now to get Mass Effect and you know other stuff out of the way. Deus Ex towards the end of the month, that sort of thing. So. Mm. I mean, the good thing is, um, I mean, I, I, I pause it quite often with, um, mm. uh, with Boomerang. And if you decide that actually you're ready to take on a new game, you can just unpause it straight away. Okay. So, you, like I've done till the uh, the beginning of Jan, mm-hmm. I know that if I get to mid October and um, I know my my calendar is pretty much going to clear up, then if I think, yeah. oh, what's on so game, I can just react to it. Job done. Oh, fair enough. At least they give you that option to do that. I kind of assume that that would be the same for Audible. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I I I feel I'm probably going to do that and and focus on some Mass Effect stuff because. It's been a month, month and a half since I played that, and I really want to put some serious time into it. Yeah, well, why don't you set it 
instead of trying to get all three games done, why don't you just try and get the first one finished by the end of the year? Because realistically, you've got Deus Ex, which you're going to drop many hours into. Um, yep, no Man's it. Sky, probably going to get that. And this new. I don't know, you know. Mm. I know what you're saying, mm. but there's a lot of games coming soon, uh, and it all kind of starts towards the end of this month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I do need to focus on on Mass Effect. Mm. But there's so many games that need love. Mass Effect needs love. Mass Effect is it, Mass Effect does need some some special Terry time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Uh, well, I'm quite conscious of the time. It's quite looks like it's going to be quite a long episode. So, if you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to pop into the website and have a look at some of the videos Terry's been putting up, um, it's checkpointdone.com. And or you can just go to the YouTube page if you subscribe there. If you want to find us on Twitter, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. That's me. Cool. Well, until next time, I'll see you then. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.